Good morning, everybody is joining me on my little podcast here. Great to get back on and chat to you on the 3rd of October, 2019. Just heading to work. The sun's just coming up. It's like another magnificent day. And waking up with the fact of knowing that my little fella <laughs> little fella <laughs> I laugh when I say little fella those of you that don't know my son he's he went to Europe six foot so he's probably going to come back a few inches taller than that um, with all that healthy living he's been doing and that fresh Swiss mountain air he's been breathing in and Um, my little fella today it'll be around well it is around 9.30 20 past 9 in Rome at the moment where he is and today was pretty much the culmination of of the last two weeks in being in Europe Um, I'll just go back a couple of days I'm pretty sure on the last podcast, I talked about <clears throat> the cable car ride he took up to uh, a famous uh, viewpoint there in um, Geneva in Switzerland, up in the Alps. Three and a half, I think it's about three and a half k's above sea level, and and one of I think it's the top two be the second longest cable car in the world um, fun fact I didn't find out till after he did it I, I could never go on oh. that's one thing I do not like going on is chairlifts and, and I haven't been on a cable car before but I'm pretty sure it's the same thing just a little bit bigger um, yeah I'm pretty sure I talked about that he went from from there from Geneva um, into France uh, and performed a little in France there jumped on a plane at Lyon uh, flew into Venice flew into Venice performed at St. Mark's Basilica in Venice um, just another massive big church there I employ you to look it up just look it up on Google Maps it's just breathtaking. Um, they stayed in Venice there for a couple of days. And from Venice um, into Florence and did a couple of days at Florence at their conservatory of music there, a uh, two day workshop. And, and they came back with really high praises from the conservatory there, like being a a high school choir, um, a high school ensemble, which they've got, they've got the choir, um, the, the small, the smaller like hand-picked choir that went over, as well as um, some of the upper level ensembles as well with the, the violins and the double bass and, and tuba players and that, so it was like a, a small band and yeah, look, they got 
heaps praise on by by the um, all the teachers and and everyone there at the conservatorium and and put them at a, a tertiary level, which is you know just pretty amazing um, for a high school ensemble and to to be that good in what they do and and they are the teachers just amazing. Um, this this is Bernadette Debatista. Um, yeah, very good. She's a classically trained opera singer herself, and and she's done so well well with the boys. That um, and continues to. She's just amazing. Um, and yeah, so that was really big for them in in Florence, and then from Florence um, went to Assisi. Assisi, just another really historic place, I suppose, in the world map. I mean some of these places that you only dream of going and know all the names of, at least I do. Um, And did another few performances there, got invited to another performance. This is only in the last two days, so the information uh, will filter down in the next couple of days. But today was the, today that's just happened for them was, like I said, the culmination of the two weeks where they um, from a sissy, a two and a half hour odd bus trip in the morning uh, down to down to Rome, um, and did a bit of sightseeing there in the morning in Rome. Uh, three different three different particular places they went to, which I'm not going to destroy the names of. Trying to pronounce them <laughs> had hard enough time trying to uh, type them in for the itinerary that I've got a bit of a group text going for the people who are following his trip and like to update every day what he's been doing and um, yeah, typing those in and finding photos of everywhere has been good and um, Trevi Fountain was, was the one and he did he knew how much um, I was showing him the Trevi Fountain before he left and he sent me a few photos of that last night when he's there and oh it's yeah just breathtaking this a spring this spring that just pops up out of the middle of of rome there and obviously the ancient romans had built just structures around it were just amazing and and didn't cut away any of the original rock it's just all this naturally formed rock and they have statues some carved and some placed in there above it of um, you know the old mythical characters and Pegasus and you know horses with wings and just it's amazing and the water that comes out of there is just pristine spring water um, you know the old saying the miracle water and it's all healing properties and um, blessed by Mother Teresa just a really beautiful place and, and the photos oh, I don't think would do it justice it would just be an amazing place to visit and then yeah from there like I said the, the big day um, the performance at St. Peter's Basilica St. Peter's Church at the Vatican um, which is what they were what the whole trip was about some you know 
they weren't it was funny because when they um, started the trip they couldn't be couldn't be confirmed a place to sing because you, you know they can't you can't just book a choir from the other side of the world and go oh yeah you can come and sing in the Vatican you know it's it's a little bit more in depth than that and, and that's what this whole tour has been about is them um, seeing the country and, and meeting all these people with the the connections and, and seeing them perform as a group and knowing they have the goods um, to be able to sing in there so they're not going to um, you know in any way bring the, the performance down and and yeah just really special so I can't wait to see some footage of that they don't allow um, photography and and videos to be taken just by anyone inside um, the church as far as I'm aware uh, because of all the old uh, paintings and um, architecture and try to keep the light off it especially flash photography and that but, but there was talk it would be recorded in-house by the church themselves and, and they put it on YouTube so we'll see how that goes hopefully we get to see some of that because I know it'll sound amazing and just a really really special thing for them um, and then so tomorrow um, when they get up later today our time and, and head into tomorrow it's their last their last day in Europe and that's all revolved around the Colosseum um, they head down to the Colosseum there which is another one I, I don't know if you've ever looked it up um, I've never had a reason to look it up I suppose you you see it in seen it in movies since I was young and um, seen pictures and stuff like that and like I said you see it in the movies and but it's a real interesting thing when we're going through all this and, and going through his itinerary and really planning out seeing what he was doing in the weeks leading up before Logan went was um, blowing it up on the TV at home on once again on Google Maps on satellite view and just seeing the Colosseum like that, the Colosseum's in the middle of what looks like a built up sort of very not built up but built up Rome style with terracotta roofs all around it for miles and miles and miles and and the Colosseum just like a massive big roundabout in between um, passing roads and and that type of thing it's a really yeah it's it's just a really crazy sort of sight especially when you look at it like that so he gets to go there for a big they do the big um, tours of the Colosseum and then go into what they call gladiator school they they take him through um, what it was like to be a gladiator back in the days and I think they inspect some of the some of the dens and, and that sort of stuff underneath the Colosseum and <clears throat> a lot of the floor has fallen away uh, to expose a lot of the the rooms and and the um, I suppose there were cells underneath the Colosseum where and you can see that all on Google Maps as well so yeah just awesome just very awesome and then they get to have their the Last Supper, a meal at a restaurant that's right 
across the road from the Coliseum. So that's the view they get when they're having their <clears throat> their meal. Is that beautiful view of the Coliseum, and then from there, straight on the plane. Um, pretty much 24 hours to get back to Australia. So. Um, yeah, it's a big flight for him. He'll be he'll be knackered. Uh, gets back in early hours Saturday morning, and like I said, he'll be flying in. and And the body clock he's been used to for the last two weeks, six o'clock on Saturday morning, is what has been his ten o'clock at night for the last for the last two weeks. So. Um, Lucky we've got a public holiday, I think, on Monday. I don't have to go to school back Monday. It's going to take him, definitely take him a few days to get back in the swing of things. But, uh, look, I can't can't wait for him to get back. Give him a big hug. I know his mum's the same. The wife's been beside herself. Um, she's actually handled it really well. Um, but that's mainly in part because of Logan. He's really been... Um, yeah, great communication. He'll call when he can. Um, when he when he gets a spot, those certain times of the days, and he's he's taking photos for us and and doing all the right things as a son should do, especially for his mum. Um, uh, we've heard from some of the other parents that some of the other kids haven't been so forthcoming with with messages and, and phone calls and, and photos, but look, we've all been sharing the love a bit. Um, yeah, sh- sharing the photos around and and like I said, the wife's been talking to all the other mums and, and sharing in their their angst and their, their pain of not seeing their sons for a couple of weeks, but it's it's been a really good experience and I, I am not sure if I said this on, on my podcast the other day but it's something that I was talking to a few people about and I remember, when I remember back and and I want you to do the same remember back to those holidays you went on when when you were young and look I always my whole life I've looked back um, at especially my holidays um, with this romantic view of how they were, and um, I don't, I don't remember a lot of my childhood as such. You know, some people can just remember so many things about their childhood, and and I've, I've struggled to do that really over my life. But the parts I do remember are the holidays I went on, and and every year we go somewhere, and, and it wasn't overseas, but it was fishing um, and camping and camping out west spent a lot of time out west um, on a cotton farm and, and going shooting and and I look back at those times like um, yeah with this romantic feel and the feelings I had when I was there and um, and that was you know all the way through growing up and especially 14 and 15 were some of my most memorable trips my most memorable fishing trips and and shooting trips Um, and I can't imagine the 
influence and you know without understating it the the life-changing experience that um, that my son is is experiencing at the moment I mean he'll look back on this for the rest of his life um, whether you know there would have been some he hasn't betrayed any but there would have been some little negative things along the way that um, he may be thinking about now that in a few years time he'll forget about and he'll just will remember the good stuff And um, but I think that a trip like this you know and initially it wasn't wasn't the driving force behind it we we just you know wanted to give him the experience of of doing this at a young age with the opportunity that he had before him to do it um, it's um yeah amazing and I I know that in years to come he'll look back and you just don't know what'll come of that you know my me looking back at at my childhood and, and the holidays I've been on has been something that I've done with my kids and that and I've always loved to do you know we go camping at the beach and driving up the beach and going fishing and not so much the shooting side um, but yeah definitely the camping is something that I just relate back to my childhood and and this is something that you know can just get that what they call it the travel bug I've never had it myself because I've never been overseas but um, yeah it's something that can really shape the rest of his rest of his life um, and definitely in a positive way so yeah super super proud of everything he's achieved and and um, yeah all the all the credit has to go to himself when we've been there to support him but everything that's happened is has all been him and yeah want to get these words down because when Logan when you and your kids are listening to this in in 20 years 30 years time I, I want them to know uh, how how proud of you we are and how proud you should be of yourself so I will touch base in the next few days about the trip maybe tomorrow maybe when he gets back on Saturday I'll, I'll chuck another episode up and finally get to hug my boy and yeah thanks for listening in hope you have a fantastic day it's shaping out here oh to be another cracker nice and cool this morning and then the sun's risen to a beautiful blue sky again in Brisbane and Life's good, hey? Life is good. Okay, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope to talk to you soon. All right. See you later.